everyone. Welcome back to the Locked In Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Jeremy. And we're here with you. In the Locked In Podcast. And I'm Eric. He's Eric. And he's Jeremy. Oh. And we are excited to be back with you. Uh, we took last week off, and the week before was Thanksgiving. I hope you listened to our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. That we was talk- a really good one. It was. I hope you went on a walk, because I did, and I actually really enjoyed it. It was you really know, good. I think the best part about podcasting is if you missed it, it's still there. It is. You can still listen to it. Yes. If you didn't listen to our Thanksgiving episode, you can go back and listen to it. Mm. And then you can agree with Jeremy and say, hmm, that was so good. Mm. (laughs) Mm, That was so good. (laughs) Uh, Before we get in today, we just want to make a quick announcement. And this is something we do every year. Right. Um, So this is hopefully no surprise, but there will be no CSM for those of you who come to Calvary Student Ministries. Mm. There'll be no CSM on the 22nd or the 29th. Right. Those are the weeks of the holidays. Um, here at Calvary, we have our all Spanish uh, Christmas Eve gathering on the 22nd. I know it's not actually Christmas Eve, but Christmas gathering yeah. on the 22nd. And the week after that, all of our offices are closed. Everything's closed. We encourage people to be with family. So there is going to be no CSM on those nights. Right. But we'll be back on January 5th. Mm, yes, January 5th. January 5th. Say hello to 2022. It's not weird. 2022. It's like less than a month away now. So It, it is. I mean, it's, it's not crazy weird to me, but I mean, I get the concept of time. Yeah. It just, this year was crazy. Do went, by, n- went by quick. Do you not get the concept of time? No, I think I do. It's just, I think 2021 was even weirder than 2020. 2021 was like an asterisk of 2020. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. It was like a, va- like, you know how the, in sports, if someone like does something bad, like not like bad, like illegal or wrong or immoral, mm-hmm. they like vacate wins and they vacate championships. It's kind of like they vacated 2021 a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just feels like 2022 plus. <laughs> fair but fair. in 20 or 2020 plus but we'll be back in 2022 and we still have tonight yeah csm is happening tonight it's still happening next week yeah which will be the 15th so yeah. we still have csm happening this year we just want you to know ahead of time so that you don't walk up to our doors on the 22nd and say where's csm and we'll say <laughs> it's not here yeah that would be rough so we're going to get into some really fun good topics today and I, I mean, I'm really excited for this first question. Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas song? Ooh, my favorite Christmas song. Your favorite Christmas song. You know, we were kind of talking about this and trying to eh, just narrow it down. There's a lot of good Christmas songs out there. That's true. So, but I think my favorite one has to be, and I thought it was called Carol of the Bells by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. A different song. It's just not. So I looked it up, and it's Christmas slash Sarajevo. Sir, Sir I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Sarajevo. Or Sarajevo. I don't know. Havo, something like that. But it's from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and I think they just absolutely rock out on that song, and <laughs> I just love it. I don't know why, because um, there's no singing. It's all instrumental, but true, it's just really good. I just can always get down to that song. Can always get can always Jeremy, get down to it. One of these days, are you going to be that guy who owns a house and spends like sixty hours putting together a Christmas light 
spectacular <laughs> put to music and just to that song specifically. <laughs> I could do it. I could probably manage that. Well, you that. could do it. It's ah. it's more of are you will you do it? Uh, probably not. To me, if we're being really honest. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's well, a lot of work. That's fair, I guess. What about you, Eric? What's your favorite Christmas song? I have a lot of favorite Christmas songs. Yeah. Okay, so I think I'm interesting. You may not, but <laughs> that's on you, not me. Um, I am. I, I like to play both sides of the game. So I am a stickler. Like, don't listen to Christmas music till after Thanksgiving. Mm. But I do that because once Thanksgiving is over, I listen to Christmas music all the time. Right. So it, it's kind of like a feast and famine kind of thing. Like I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to listen to it so that I can just only listen to it for five and a half to six weeks. Right. And then the, it's also a thing. It's it, You can call it a tradition. But it's only me, so I don't know if that makes it a tradition or not. (laughs) That the day after Thanksgiving, I just compiled this massive Christmas playlist Mm. of all like the stalwarts, you know, the the good classic Christmas albums that I've liked, and then I always like go with some flyers of like people who've released new albums or something new. So a couple years ago, I I took a flyer on Sia, her Christmas album. Mm. And it's all originals. Really? Which is tough to do in, yeah. you know, after 2010. Mm-hmm. It was all originals and it's really good. Oh, okay. It's really good. So my I, I have I have a handful of favorite Christmas songs, so I'm gonna probably like cheat this question. Um Don't you cheat. I didn't cheat. Just so everyone knows in the, the pre recording meeting I told Jeremy to cheat the question. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm probably going to have more than one song. You should, too. I mean, I definitely have another song, but I thought there was going to be another question, too. That. Okay, fair, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think one of my favorite songs, it, it's kind of like churchy, but like I don't, want, I don't love singing it. Um, I like listening to Josh Groban's version, specifically his version, okay? Okay. Of Angels We Have Heard on High. Mm-hmm. I know that's like weird and specific, but I don't I don't love that song. I love his version of that song hmm. on his Christmas album. Okay. That's one of those like I'm ready to rap presents and I almost said drink cocoa and I don't do that. <laughs> I don't drink cocoa. I'm ready to though, I guess. <laughs> I'm ready for that. Sit by the fire, look at the mm. Christmas tree, mm. do all the wintry things. Uh, yes. That I, song that just I gets am ready. Me. Yep. Okay. That's fair. Okay, I'm, I'm still going to cheat twice. <laughs> I have a couple, like, I, I'm a Christmas album person. Okay. So, like, and, and I've, re- I've recognized this year that a lot of this comes from, like, for those of our list, those of you listening, um, before you were born, there were things called CDs. And if yep. you wanted to listen yep. to a song, you had to put a CD into a CD player. Yep. And you could listen to the eight to 15 songs yep. that were on that disc. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted a different song, you had to get a different disc. Right. There, What we have now is like amazing. I think I have like 30,000 songs or something on my phone. Like I'll it's say, like now it's more like a pre-made playlist. Well, know, I mean like CDs are in a way. 
Yeah, kind of. It's it it is kind of like a playlist, but it's like yeah. by one person. You're but right, you, but right. even like my Christmas playlist that I just put together after Thanksgiving has almost six hundred songs on it. Wow. Yeah, it's like thirty five hours. I just looked. A lot, a lot of albums. It is. <laughs> it's a lot of CDs. <laughs> um, but because of that, uh, and I know that there's people in my life who would say, "Well, Eric, before CDs there were records and eight tracks, and that's fine. I wasn't alive for those." Right. But they're the same concept. Mm-hmm. Um, it was non digital music. So growing up. We would always listen to the Josh Groban Christmas album. I don't know what it's called. It might have just been Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we'd listen to Mariah Carey's Christmas album. The first one, not before she like got weird and made like 17 remakes of herself. Right. Just right. like the original like Mariah Carey's Christmas album that everyone knows. Um, for those of you in CSM, the same album cover that Jeremy's face is on. Right. That, right. That's going to yeah, have to make one. be resurrected soon. <laughs> and then we'd also mm. listen to Amy Grant's Home for Christmas Album, which I know she has like four or five one. Christmas albums. Yeah. But it's the one of her like leaning up against a tree, like looking into the distance oddly in a forest or something. Hmm. And that album, like I listen to that. I'm like, it's Christmas now. Yeah. So those are my like songs and albums because like okay. there, there's a piece of it. Like I know this sounds kind of bizarre, but like I don't even love all the songs on the albums, but just like hearing the album brings so much. That that's why it's like kind of like a song. Fair. fair. It's just like hearing that rendition, all of that. So Jeremy, the second question that right. I thought he was gonna cheat with right. is what is your favorite like Jesus Christmas song? Right. So a song that's not about like snow or bells or mm-hmm. decking the halls, but like it's about Jesus yeah. and Christmas and his birth. <laughs> yeah. Well I wanna add on before I answer that question and just say pentatonics. Is oh, he is like going to cheat. Go to Pentatonix, like the- albums, albums. They've made multiple. They've made a lot. Yeah, they've made a lot of Christmas. They banked off of Christmas, but they but do that's a really good job. So I, I think it's getting a little over the top now. A little they bit. They have like seven Christmas albums. They yeah, that they do. They've been releasing a Christmas album every year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. It's a bit much for me, but, but I agree. For oh. I know I, I I say but really close to the mic, and then it just pops. So. I apologize for your ears, but, um, so my favorite, like, worshipy, like, Christian Christmas music song, I would say, is Mary Did You Know. Mm. I just, I like how that one is just composed. It doesn't, like, go off of, like, a original, like, Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas music. It's just, it's there, and then just realizing, like, you know that song just like speaking to Mary and just being mm-hmm. like Mary did you know like this is the son of God that you're holding in your yeah. arms like that this is the almighty like mm-hmm. I mean you're kissing the face of God yeah when you kiss your little yeah. baby like I it, it gives me goosebumps when I start <laughs> thinking about it sometimes because it's just like could you just be in Mary's shoes and just be like wow yeah that, that's kind of a big deal that's so, a good one. Pentatonix has a really good <laughs> rendition of that, by the way, if you want to go and listen to that. I think so. my mother loved the version by Clay Aiken. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Clay Aiken. That's a throwback. He was like an original American Idol person. Right. The second, second season, season think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was Clay Aiken and Ruben Stuttered, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. I haven't heard those names in forever. <laughs> um, for me, I'm cheating again. Um, I have a song that like stirs me and then a song I like to like sing with. Okay. And they're different. So 
the song that kind of stirs me you, when you said it, it like hit me i'm like oh my gosh i love the song it's breath of heaven mm. by amy grant yeah amazing yep. on that album but it, it's a similar concept um it's it talks about mary before she's given birth and like calling to the lord for strength and courage and putting yourself kind of in her shoes in a way that you know as she's experiencing something that no one else ever has or will so that that's a great song something a song i love to sing with you know that's it's answering the actual question is o come o come emmanuel i love that song <laughs> this is a, a dumb story and i'll make it quick i i used to love the song like growing up because i heard a version of a guy like it's a lot lower of a song than most songs so i could sing along with it hmm. because i i tend to sing like really really low Right. So like I heard a version where this guy he was almost monotone, but it like sounded good. Yeah. So I'd like sing along with that. But lately, uh, I prefer the version by For King and Country. Yes. Um, and you may like them, but sorry, that's not totally why they they do they do a great version of it, but it's with Need to Breathe. <laughs> so there it is. Ding there it is. <laughs> Back door. <laughs> um, so Need to Breathe is in that song. And together they do it really well. So I, I I'm not just like half the sure, song sure together they do it really really well and i always wish need to breathe would have a christmas album so mm. i i love to sing along with that one. so it's good christmas music is great it's 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 a very fun time of the year the fact that i said what's your favorite christmas song and i gave like 14 <laughs> songs as my answer i think that it kind of tips, <laughs> you tips gave, my hand you gave like longer than a multiple choice and said all the above <laughs> no okay but that's the thing it's not all the above there's a lot of christmas songs i'm like these are garbage no thank you i'm going to pass <laughs> fair so the reason we talk about christmas music is because it's it's a great thing for the season hmm. it's you know we call it christmas season but there's another word which we've brought up i think on the podcast I think we talked about this. Yeah, we might have. Um, We brought up this term, but we want to dive in a a little bit longer. In the church calendar, which not all churches follow, which is fine, Mm -hmm. uh, this is the season of Advent. Mm, Advent. Say it with me. Advent. Advent. That was weird. (laughs) It didn't work. Um, (laughs) So you may be asking Eric, what's Advent? Eric, what's Advent? That's a great question, Jeremy. (laughs) So... I, I know the answer, but I actually wanted to know what the dictionary had to say. Um, not because they're the full authority, but sometimes it helps out. It does. Um, the definition of the word Advent is the arrival of a notable person, thing, or event. Oh, that makes a lot more sense now. So, in the church, we talk about Advent, mm-hmm. which is talking about the arrival of the notable person, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yes. Jesus. I was ready for the oh. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I need I need a track. Hit, press the button. Eventually. We'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll record Jeremy's oh. oh. Jeremy approved. All those. <laughs> that's that's a go back. About that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the advent season on the church calendar is the four Sundays leading up to Christmas and Christmas Day. Hmm. So in the church calendar we can talk about being Christmas season, yes, but also it's season of advent and it's a season that's marked by uh, what we call expectation so how you know we, we experience this kind of in a different way around christmas i not as much now but when i was a kid whenever your mom or dad or whoever would put gifts under the tree 
and you asked for something for Christmas mm -hmm. and you were just like waiting for weeks to open it and see what it is, that's expectation. Yeah. I remember when I was, I was in like kindergarten or first grade, I asked for a Game Boy. Oof. Man, most of, the, most of you don't even know what a Game oh. Boy is. Th oh. This was like before 2000, okay? Oh, and it yes. was, it's like a dinosaur today, but it was like the thing. It was a Game mm -hmm. Boy Color, actually. Yep. Yep. And it was the um, Pokemon Yellow Pikachu version. Oh. Like, I was all about it. Oh, I loved it. But I couldn't read. Okay, I was in kindergarten. I was okay. like, I was still you're learning. You're still learning. I was learning what okay. letters were. Okay. So, like, I knew enough to, like, not know how to read, but, like, to know what letters were. And I opened up a box. I unwrapped a box. And I don't know if your parents are like this. My parents, like, put things in other boxes to wrap them. They don't usually wrap the thing. They wrap, they put it in a box and wrap right. the box. right. So I opened one up and I I was so ready to get a Game Boy that I opened the box and I shouted, Mom, it's a Game Boy. And the top of the box read Gingerbread Men. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they both started with a G. So I'm like, it's a Game Boy. And they're like, Eric, that's, that's not a Game Boy. It says Gingerbread Men. But... Maybe I was prophetic back then because I, I then opened the box and there was a Game Boy game inside of it. <laughs> oh. And my parents had given it to me out of order. You know, I got the game before the thing. But Nice. Nice. But I was so expectant that it was going to be a Game Boy that it didn't matter whether it said Game Boy or not. <laughs> I was ready for it. Yeah. I was yeah. right there. And I think it was Super Mario that I got okay. in that box. Okay. I got Super Mario, uh, which I played. I was really bad and then kind of good at that game. <laughs> But I, I was just so expectant. I was like ready for it. Yeah. And that's the emotion behind the season of Advent. That as we walk through weeks talking about hope and waiting and talking about Christ, we're expectant of his arrival. Yeah. So when Christmas comes, we celebrate the presence of God that did not have to be with us. In the stupid little story, I didn't have to have a Game Boy. You right. don't have to have the gift that you're asking for. You know, you, you don't need it. And in a bigger way, we needed Jesus. Right. So it's like as if it's like you are waiting for Christmas to come because you don't have any clothes or food or water and you're waiting for the day to come when you get food and water huh. on Christmas. Because we needed Christ. It was a necessity. It wasn't just like a fun, superfluous, like, oh, this will be fun. Have a good gift. It was like the difference of death and life. Okay. And so as we have this Advent season, we're going to talk about worship here in just a second. But as we have this Advent season, that expectation is building up to, I finally get the presence of God that we needed. Okay. That God didn't have to give us that we needed to live. And he decided to give himself in, in Jesus to us. Yeah. I, whenever I hear that term, I, I go back to, um, and this, this might be a little, little much, but I think back to the new covenant and, um, just knowing that God had promised us, mm -hmm. all of the people that he was going to save us. And, mm -hmm. There was going to be a Messiah that came and that 
it was it was gonna just change the world yeah and um to just know and to kind of put yourself in like their shoes of like you know expecting something to happen i don't know if any of you guys have ever watched it but i'm currently watching the chosen which is i think it's on peacock but i think it's its own app it might be its own app it it might have been added to peacock but if you I haven't watched it yet, but if you just go to your app store and just type in The Chosen, mm-hmm. it's like a free app that you, so you can watch it on your phone. Gotcha. You don't, so like it might be on like a TV app somewhere, right? But you can watch it on your phone for free in The Chosen app. Yeah, it's it's a really good show. I'm me and my family are currently watching it, and um, it's really interesting um, to see the world before Jesus, before the Messiah, and. Um, I just always remember in picture um, in the first episode, the blind man, the beggar, just sitting down and saying, Mm. grabbing legs and saying, are you the Messiah? Are you the Messiah? And just thinking of that's expectation. That's Mm -hmm. wanting, you know, waiting and just willing to hold on and say, this is coming. This is going to happen. Yeah, I, I love that. It. We don't expect a lot of things anymore. A, a lot of us have enough money that if we want something, we go and get it, or we recognize that we don't have any money, so we don't go and get it. Hmm. You know, we're gonna have or not have versus that waiting for someone else to provide, and that that's the other thing we don't wait a lot either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Patience is uh, it's hard to come by sometimes. It's slim. Mm-hmm. And the season of Advent is all about, hey, we are. We we know this is coming, and I know that I need to wait until it does. Hmm. So when we worship, especially when we worship in this season, it's a beautiful time because the concepts of praise and expectation overlap. Yeah. Because while we know Christmas comes every year, I think there's a song that says that. Oh, it comes but once a year, I think is in a song. But we know that Christmas comes every year. But there's the truth and the reality that we are always praising God and waiting for something else. Yeah. I, ideally, that's you know not a Game Boy, it's, right. you know, something real. Right. Um, new life, direction, hope, peace, joy, love. But all that being said, the season of Advent and worshiping in the season of Advent is a great connection to the rest of life and how that we praise God and expect him to move in us and we praise God with the expectation that something will happen not that it already has right I think that's the whole point of expectation when you're expecting you don't have it yet so in, in the season of advent we practice not having and in a culture that's all about having that's a big deal. That's a huge thing. So this season, I would encourage you to listen to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra and Mariah Carey's Christmas album mm-hmm. and Sia's Christmas album and this other 7,000 Christmas albums that are out there and enjoy it and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Exchange gifts. Decorate your Christmas tree. Ours looks really good this year. Mm. I'm all about it. A little boastful, but I, I can appreciate it. <laughs> it's an opinion. 
Is it boastful if it's an opinion? So listen to maybe all, all of, these Christmas albums. <laughs> maybe <and> all, every <laughs> boast is an opinion. Um, do, do all of those things. But I would also encourage you to take some time and maybe turn on a more worshipful mm. song. Turn on For King and Country's album or um, Mary Did You Know or Hill Songs, mm. the Peace Project Christmas album. That's a good one. And praise God in expectation. Oh, I forgot our one of my favorites. What's that? The Maverick City, the the first Maverick City Christmas album. Oh, Maverick City is good. Um, they have a, a version of "Oh Come Let Us Adore Him," that I, I, I thought of it because this is what I do with this album. I, I turn it on, I listen to "Oh Come Let Us Adore Him," and I just praise, like Jesus, I want to come and adore you. I, I don't want to just settle for gingerbread men and candy canes and wrapping paper and boxes. I really want to expect that you're going to come and be in my life because you're worthy. Hmm. Like you, like you don't even compare to all these other things that culture makes Christmas about. Have you ever heard the phrase? Um, it's like holding a candle to the sun. Yes. When I, I think, I think that's a weird phrase, but then I imagine like if I stuck a candle in front of the sun, like I wouldn't even be able to see the candle. Right. And a lot of the times we settle for candles when we're offered the sun. Hmm. Yeah. So let let this be a season of expectation. Let this be a season of praise and worship. And let this be a season that is almost practice for the rest of the year. Hmm. That once Christmas comes, we're still expectant that God is going to move. We're still praising him and saying, Lord, I know you are going to come even more than you have already. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That Advent is something that I don't generally think about. Mm -hmm. I always know that there is a sense of waiting. I remember when I was a kid in elementary school. um, I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, um, I was just eager it seemed like you know you had that countdown till christmas (laughs) break and um every day there was a different kid that got to take a folder Mm -hmm. out and Mm -hmm. uh it was just it was exciting it was an exciting month like after thanksgiving it was just like all right here we go you know like it's the final countdown Mm -hmm. and after i graduated high school Mm -hmm. which has been a little bit but um it hasn't happened that much. Mm. It's almost kind of just like I'm letting it go by. Yeah. You know, rather than sitting and enjoying. So I think the the term advent is um it's it is good practice. Mm-hmm. And just really sitting down and remembering the reason for the season. I know that's cliché, but <laughs> You know, just really remembering why we're here and just expecting mm-hmm. greater things to come. Yeah, amen. I love it. So may you live the the next couple of weeks in a state of expectation and a state of praise hmm. because of the one we celebrate at Christmas. Yeah. I think that's all we have today. Hmm.
Thanks for being with the Locked In Podcast. It was a good one. It was good. Yeah. Eric. Jeremy. It's an honor doing this with you. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. <laughs> but I'm expectant for our next episode <laughs> oh. when you don't shake my hand bizarrely like that well, at the end. You, you Never mind. You didn't see the handshake. It was very awkward. So. <laughs> yep. That's why we don't have video. But thanks for listening to Locked In Podcast. Go check out the Thanksgiving episode if you haven't listened to it. Take right. some time. Mm-hmm. Walk and sit in that. That's That applies even now. Thanksgiving is over, but we're always grateful. Uh, if you're a part of CSM, we'll see you tonight and next yeah. week, and then we'll break for Christmas. But we're glad you're here. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Have a good one.